The Fitness Reborn podcast is a companion piece to Renaissance Fitness personal training. This podcast is to serve as educational and entertainment purposes only. It does not in any way constitute as medical advice. If you have a medical concern, please seek out your provider. All right. Hello and welcome. This is the Fitness Reborn podcast. I'm Sean from Renaissance Fitness Personal Training. And uh, my guest today is John Graham. John Graham is CEO of LumaFlex and he's an athlete. LumaFlex is a company that specializes in light therapy. And that's really cool because I know next to nothing about light therapy. And so I'm learning, I'm interested in learning more as I'm sure you are. So John, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Really appreciate being able to, you know, to use your platform to share. It's, um, yeah, really, really thankful for that. Thanks so much. Not a problem. Where, where are you at right now, by the way? Actually, right now I'm in Thailand. So I, you know, okay. launching this company in the U.S. Usually the um, the business trips, the trade shows, the media events, everything we do in the U.S. can get, it can get quite hectic. So I do. If I have a bit of like a, some downtime, maybe one or two weeks. I come to Thailand because Thailand has like um, it has a good fitness and uh, combat sort of community here. There's a lot of these fight gyms that UFC fighters, Bellator fighters, most of you know the fighters, pro fighters that come here and they'll do camps. And mm -hmm. um, I was a I used to box amateur, so it's kind of fun to come and you know you know fool right. yourself into thinking that you still got it right. You know, come <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah the uh, the the Muay Thai fighting culture down there is pretty heavy i do know that i mean i don't know yes. a lot about fighting but i know i know that much because combat sports is somewhat of an interest to me yes. um but uh yeah i was kind of curious about that because i noticed on the invitation like the time zone was known as indochina i was like okay yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's fun, it's so, fun. What, i'll be back so, i gotta go to amsterdam in about two weeks time but then after that the congress there we're doing a biohacking congress i'll be back in miami for for quite a bit um but yeah it's nice to be out in the sunny sunny tropical beaches beautiful sunrise beautiful yeah. sunset, and then you just you know you can kind of get your little happy place work you know eat sleep train repeat you know <laughs> right what, what times are there uh right now it's 10 10 and 10 at night yeah it's 10 oh PM. gotcha gotcha okay so you're staying up especially late for me i'm flat no, no, I'm I'm actually mostly on U.S. time, so actually early okay. mornings, late nights is usually when I'm I'm always on my on in the office. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, cool. Well, you know, speaking of light, you mentioned all the light and warmth that you're uh, kind of bathing yourself in in the uh, kind of tro tropical subtropical regions there, mm -hmm. and uh, so LumaFlex now. At the heart of it, it is light therapy. It is using infrared therapy for physiological benefits. Exactly. Um, I now I think, as far as light therapy, like I said the, at the top of the broadcast here, as far as light therapy goes, I know it has uh, benefits in terms of helping with depressive qualities. So we know people like and who live in northern regions of the world, like up there where there's you know in Scandinavia where there's next to no light during a large part of the year light therapy can help and it's been incorporated all over the world um so i know that much but um i how exactly let's just cut right into it. how exactly does infrared light actually help um with your body oh, yeah this is a it's a big discussion here uh -huh. so yeah we the LumaFX Body Pro, so what we specialize is in red and near-infrared light. So red and near-infrared light is when the wavelengths of light are at the right level to be able to penetrate your skin and activate the mitochondria. The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. So if you're giving mm -hmm. your cell energy, the cell can do its job. And uh, where we see the most feedback with this is when you're giving your, your cells energy is they can heal, right? You can recover. You can you know eliminate pain. Sometimes long lasting pain that um people have rushed you know to i mean it's something that people have been used to taking pharmaceutical products for um and never thought that this is something that could be you know just naturally taken care of um you know brain issues stress all of this 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 is where 
uh, red and near infrared light actually has the, you know, shines the most, I would say. Um, but it's not anything new. A lot of people saying, you know, oh, this is pseudoscience and I'm not, I don't believe in this sort of stuff. It's, there's nothing new about red and near infrared light therapy. Red, red light is available to us when the sun rises and the sunset, that those golden hours, right? When you look out and you see that beautiful sunrise, you see that red, orange, yellow, you know, dark yellow color. That is, the, that's the red and infrared light. And when we you know during primal times, when we, you know, we were born under the light, we would wake up when the sun rise and we would sleep when the sun set. And this was our circadian rhythm. This is, we would get our vitamins, our energy, we would get our, our mitochondria energy as the sun rise. And then we would, we would cool us down and get us ready for bed. But because the way the world is the way it is, that we all live in concrete jungles and all our circadians, you know, rhythms off. And like you said, there, you know, areas of the world, 30 degrees away from the equator, we don't have, they don't have access to this light. So um, we're not getting this, this healing benefit that light has provided. And it's uh, only now in recent times with biohackers and, you know, these optimization specialists that it's starting to come to light of the immense amount of benefits that you can get for a range of different human conditions. Um, the, the LumaFlex Body Pro, this, the unit that, I, that, that um, we've launched, what, the one that is designed here is an FDA class two product. So this is, this is a medical device with heavy medical certification on top of it. It's not like, I think what you were talking before about the, it, they're called sad lamps. You know, if somebody's feeling depressed, they buy a sad lamp. I think sad, what does it stand for? It's like seasonal, uh, just seasonal something. It's, it, it's the disorder. It's the, it's the condition where you feel sad. You feel depressed because you don't have sunlight. You buy these little sad lamps. Um, but this is a much more, much more advanced product. And it is something like I'm um, going deeper into it. it the, the, the energy, the work, the innovation that's gone into the LumaFlex Body Pro. It's about two, two and a half years worth of work that we've built into it. Um, so it's not your typical sort of pseudoscience product that I'm sure there are, there are many out there, but this is something that was heavily researched and heavily backed by, um, you know, by doctors, by, um, you know, by health professionals and, and health institutions. So what, uh, so what got you on this journey or how did this company and this idea and this concept really develops? Like you said, it's not brand new. It's been out there for a while now, but it seems like, uh, you've now kind of, uh, kind of like coalesced it around this one single product here. So what I guess what I'm asking here is what are the origins of the LumaFlex company? Yeah, the um we like the from what I've seen there's a lot of red and near infrared light therapy products for skin care for beauty. Um there's a lot obviously in 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 uh, the medical field like if you are are in an accident and you have serious wounds on your body, usually most hospitals will prescribe red and near infrared light therapy to help your wounds heal faster. Cause that's something really that's benefit that you get hmm. is accelerated healing. Um, but for me, particularly, I, you know, in, in my career as, as an athlete, <laughs> as an athlete, I, um, you know, I, I was riddled with injuries as I'm sure everybody who, who plays any kind of professional sport. So something you have to accept. I was, um, I did amateur boxing, actually, you know, getting hit in the head quite a lot resulted in a tumor in my head. I had to have, removed uh, so that was quite scary but it wasn't the worst injury that i've had i had i blew both my shoulders playing rugby but the worst injury that i held uh, i had that really affected me it really affected my my overall performance and my mood was uh my left knee and my knee i think it was just because you know in my younger years i used to play basketball and i think just you know being tall having weak joints um not probably wearing good shoes and not, you know, properly taking care of my knees. I really had a bad left knee injury. And um, my wife, uh, she's Chinese, and she was very big into red light therapy, something that the Asians have been using for a long time. It's, they, I mean, it's everywhere in Asia. And she was telling me to buy this, she got this lamp, um, this ugly, cumbersome, gross looking, heavy, it was just a, an eyesore. And it was, had this big red bulb and she bought it and she said, look, this is going to fix your knee. I want you to do, you know, an hour at night or I think, yeah, it was like an, an hour at night and then an hour in the morning. And just to make her happy, you know, I was, I was thinking like, oh, this is just some, you know, Asian feng shui science, uh, you know, healing, you know, s s silliness. 
And um, I was like, okay, uh, I'll do it. But I remember how I noticed it started to work was because usually when I would sit down in a seated position, my knee would really start to get painful. And I would have to stretch the knee out and I would have to like rub like heat, uh, deep heat on it or like some oil or something and massage it because it would really uh, start to, it would, it would really be painful, especially taking a flight or in a, ta in a taxi for a long time. It was about 10, 15 minutes. I just couldn't sit down anymore. How the knee would be too painful. But I remember after about a week of doing this, this therapy with her, with this light, with this, with this lamp, um, it started to get better. And I noticed it because, you know, sitting down, I wasn't having to stand up, walk around and massage my knee. And after about, it was about two to three weeks after it, it was completely healed. It was fine. And it was something that I never had to worry about again. And that's kind of where a light bulb went off in my, in my head, you know, and I saw the light <laughs> and um, I thought there's something really interesting here. And what I saw that in the market, what was missing was a product specifically for athletes. You know, there's a lot of products already out there for different industries, like I said, but something specific for athletes that they can use on the go, what isn't really is, is it's not really around now. Like there are devices you can hang in your home. They're very, very large, um, but you can't just throw something into your gym bag and take it with you on a trip or, you know, when you're on tour or something. So the, that's, you know, the, the, this panel here, this was, this is the key thing that we, it's a silicone panel that is flexible. So it molds around joints and muscles, which is very, very key because this maximizes the amount of red light that you are getting to that affected area, right? Whereas light, because it, it travels in a straight line, standing to a panel, you're not actually getting a very intense amount of, of treatment and a lot of the light will be bouncing off. So to maximize the treatment, it's better to go on the skin and to wrap around that joint or muscle. And this panel, um, you can drive a truck over this and it's extremely strong. The holders where you you put the straps to strap it to your body, incredibly strong. Something that we're really, really proud of is this, you know, the durability of this panel. And you attach the battery to it. Um, you long press to charge it and then single press to light it up. And there is your red light therapy that you can get anytime. And it's waterproof. It's fully waterproof. You can. It's not water resistant. It's waterproof. You can go in in the water, you can swim with it, you can take a shower with it. Um, and this is of course really good because sweat builds up when you're having the panel on your skin. Um, but that's something that we're, we're very, very proud of to be able to you know, build something that is so durable that could literally last you your entire life that you can just throw in your gym bag. It's easy to charge, easy to use. Um, and it makes red light therapy mainstream. It makes red light therapy you know, easily accessible. It's not something that you know is reserved for the, the top gurus and the, the biohackers, you know, the Ben Greenfield and the Andrew Herbermans, the, you know, they can afford it. It's like, no, anybody can have it. You can have it with you wherever you are um, and you can use it on the go. If you're watching your kids, you can be doing your treatment. You know, you can be, you can be driving your car and you can have it on your leg. If you're, you know, between golf, uh, as you're, you know, driving your car between holes, you can, you can strap it on. Um, you know, it has a built-in 10 minute timer so that in rough 10, 10 minutes is usually the amount per body part, unless you're, you know, you've got an injury in which you, I would say double it, have it, you know, 20 minutes, two times a day. Um, so it's got a, a 10 minute built-in timer that you can just throw on. Once it turns off, you can move it around. It's pretty, um, yeah, pretty, you know, talking about it like now, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, pretty amazed at how um, we came about it. But yeah, it did take a long time. Um, to build it and lots of testing, lots of broken units, but then yeah, we finally built it. Yeah. I was going to, that was going to be my next question here is like this, cause this sounds like something that took a very long time. I mean, you're holding up now. It looks very simple. Like you said, it's a panel and it's got a red light and a timer and stuff like that. All these things kind of sound misle misleadingly like very simple components here. It's like, Oh, well you could throw that together, you know, in a week or yeah. a month. And, um, but how, I mean, how long did it really get? Because I'm really interesting. How long did it really take to go from like, hey, this is this is an awesome idea to to where it is now? Yeah, it's it's got to be actually more around three years. Mm, it's, yeah. yeah, three years. It's like almost a three year journey that it's taken. And uh, the the main thing I want to update now is um is uh, the app is having because we have an app already launched, but I want to add more to it. I want to gamify the app. So this mm -hmm. whole experience 
where you know you're you're encouraged to get your red light therapy because there's gamification involved and you're able to track the amount of red light that you've got to certain areas things like that that's kind of where now i see the updates and um there's two more products coming uh before the end of the year and i think on new year's we're doing an official launch of a very um, a very probably this product that comes out um yeah i'm aiming for new year's i want to la launch it before 2024 it will be the most innovative most um most fda class stamp of approval like uh, fda product that has ever been made in history it's going to be it's going to be really impressive but yeah there's a lot of testing involved there's a lot of uh, moving parts to it but if it comes out it will literally be the you know the creme de la creme the the uh, the ferrari the, of um of red light therapy devices on the planet this is great for portability for you know on the go but um something a little bit more you know a larger device that you can have in your home that is also portable um, I get really excited when I talk about this because it's it's something that um, I can't wait to launch. But yeah, it's there's more products coming than the LumaFlex line. But their goal is, you know, the goal is to make red and infrared light not not only to make people aware about this 100% natural non-invasive treatment, but really to you know cure the world of pain. Because where I see all the wonderful feedback from you know from people from that, that have bought it from pro athletes is they always talk about how it finally got rid of that pain it, that you know that ache in your neck that you've had to deal with for years you know your that your you know your bad back right that you can't play golf now without it flaring up you know this is where i see a lot of amazing feedback you know about how something so simple as light can have, have fixed it where you know normally people start looking to you know popping pills and stuff that is as an only means to get things fixed and, and not just the uh the the invention of the prototype and the actual uh, product that you have now too but you also got to go through all these red tape with like you said it's certified by the fda which means yes. a lot of people have to see this a lot of people have to sign off on this and saying yes this is actually a medical that i mean that's big i mean because yes. any of us any of us can come up with something saying here here's a brand new idea here's a brand new technique a brand new hack next to none of it is ever medically certified as you know as hey th this this actually is this actually is a proven method here i mean That's almost right. almost everybody says hey science backs this up but yeah. to have the actual medical community sign off on it too that's that's an even bigger hurdle i would imagine very very important yeah i mean red red light therapy was first used um by NASA scientists to like uh -huh. to grow plants and then other benefits of, you know, how I'm, I think on um, the study was that it was, it was healing, um, the, the, the NASA at the astronauts on their skin, abrasions on their skin. So then they started to deep dive into it. There was, um, 1903, there was a doctor that used red light therapy to cure smallpox and won a Nobel prize. It's been around for a long, long time. And it's, um, and why isn't it more well known? Why aren't people going to this as a means of getting treatment, especially for pain, for pain and for like brain issues? It still baffles me every day. But um, is that you know big pharma? Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get too deep into that. But yeah, it's it, it, there is. It's just something that people don't trust, right? Oh, it's natural. Oh, I, I don't have to you know take a pill. I don't have to take a pill three times a day. Um, it's just building up this sort of trust and this awareness is sort of the first step. Um, so yeah, over time, I think people will start to be more aware of it. Most, a lot of credible doctors are now putting their name behind red light therapy and they're pushing it out there, encouraging it. Um, so it's just, uh, it's just a matter of time before everybody is well aware and it's all just down to which is the unit that suits me for what I'm doing for my life, you know, for, you know, my family's yeah. life. Right. Yeah. I don't know, I, I get the feeling that it probably has still a long way to go because you know, I've been in this I've been in this world for a, a minute now and I've not really heard much of any of this yeah. before and uh, which kind of leads me to a larger question so if you could, you really want to bust things open we're talking essentially about not only injuries but recovery here so muscle recovery joint recovery um 
I think everybody to a certain degree understands intuitively why that's important, but they don't really understand it itself. You know, they don't really understand the concept of recovery. And they, I don't think because they don't really understand all the ins and outs of it, they don't really get why it's important. So maybe you can probably talk about why uh, things like in recovery, not just for athletes, but in general, uh, and how it really kind of leads into things like being muscle strength and, you know, basically day-to-day abilities, how important that really is. Yeah. If you, if you don't take your recovery seriously, you obviously don't take your performance very seriously. And if you don't take your performance very seriously, then what, why are you doing what you're doing? Like, why are you, for example, if you're training or you're, you're doing some sort of like strength training, for example, and if you do, you know, you're just trying to push your way through it. Um, you're in a sense, you're fighting against your body and you're kind of counter, you know, it's, it, it, it doesn't make really much sense as to what your goals are. If you're not actually adhering to the cut recovery, you know, component of everything. Um, like we just, uh, I was, I had a team in Shanghai uh, just this weekend, and there was a very big um, uh, strongman competition. Very, very, like some of the strongest men in the world. Like Martin Leishis was there. I think he was the world's strongest man, 2020, uh, 2019. Big Z was there. He's like one of the, you know, he's got records in pretty much every major lift. If you look at, look at strength training, you know, on this level, it's riddled with injuries and these guys reach the level that they reach because they're so active with their recovery. They're so, they ice bath, right? They sauna. Um, you know, obviously they're having all of their, the food that they eat, it encourages, it helps, you know, to foster a, you know, a quick recovery. Um, and it's, it, it's really, it's nice to meet guys like that, to be, you know, on this high level, you know, this level of, of, of sport, to where recovery is so important because a lot of these guys, they get paid to perform well, right? Like most, most pro soccer players, like if you're looking at the Messi's and the Cristiano Ronaldo's, these guys are all on red light therapy. They don't just have a device, you know, this size, they will have an entire red, red and infrared light sauna. They will have a, a, a red light bed that they lay into. And it's mandatory for them because they are being paid to be an athlete. So recovery, the extent at which they recover and how they, you know, the attention that they pay to the recovery is almost just as much as how they, you know, you know, in, in their nutrition performance and how, you know, to boost their numbers up. Right. So I, I would always say that if somebody's sort of not adhering to recovery or they don't understand that, you know, how important it is, it all reflects on how important your, your goals are for what it is that you're doing. If, 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 if those goals are important, then obviously let's, let's pay a lot of attention into recovery. How, like, is there an issue? Is there a, uh, you know, a pain uh, that you kind of want to put behind your, your, your mind and um, think, oh, I can muscle through it. It's all very good. Well, you know, you're, you're doing the, the David Goggins thing, but it doesn't necessarily, it's never, not necessarily going to come out um, on the other end in a positive way. You probably would do better to recover be fully recovered and you perform a hundred times better than if you were to, you know, muscle through it. I take like two, three days off training. Like if I'm doing some kind of, you know, combat training and I'm always faster, better. I'm always like finishing the, you know, the class or the session much better after those couple of days than if I am consistent with those classes, you know? So it's, yeah. You know, how, how do you recover water, right? Water, salt, right? Rest. Um, actually tend to, the studies have shown that red light therapy is better for recovery 10 times more than ice baths. But I always say, Hey, if you can do ice baths and red light therapy, why not? Right. Why don't you double down? Yeah. You know, that's, a, that's, it's something that, uh, you know, what you can do when you got your vitamins, obviously supplementation is big, especially if you're, you're a pro athlete, if you're into, um, you know, you're taking things very seriously, but yeah, stretch, recover like our job it's not supposed to be hard to to get where we are right the grind is good the you know the mental fortitude that we develop it's that's great but as far as your body physically you'll be surprised how quick you can recover if you just pay attention to it every day i think a lot of the uh the problem here and uh myself included here is like you you are taught for so long to just go go, 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 go. And now you're talking essentially, no, slow down, pump the brakes here a little bit, let things kind of go back to reset a little bit, and you'll be be better than ever when you come back. Um, That's kind of a big 
hurdle psychologically for a lot of people, especially if they're wired to be, you know, very type A and very uh, aggressively um, minded when it comes to their training or their athletic performance. I mean, yeah, that's uh, I, yeah I'm just kind of thinking of, cause when I, you know, when you listen to uh, someone like Tim Grover, who works with elite athletes like Jordan and Kobe Bryant and stuff like that, I was reading his book and he, I remember he touched on how differently psychologically both men, they're both killers, but both men psychologically had a very different approach and attitude towards their practice and their training and stuff like that. Jordan, like he said, Jordan knew when enough was enough. Mm, like he just okay. kind of, he kind of like, he, he knew in his gut, he followed his instincts. And said, okay, that's good. I mean, I mean, he pushes harder than anybody, but he said, even him, even he knew when to step down and say, okay, we're good. But Bryant was all like more, 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 more. He was constantly adding layers, adding bricks. Wow. And he had, remember, he had, he had to teach Brian, say, you know, we've done what we've done. And, you know, you, you're working three times harder than anyone else anyway. So yes. this is good. Let's stop here. You know, do you know, do you know what I mean? Have you met yes. people like that? Yeah. <laughs> it comes more, it becomes more about them overcoming some demon in their mind, you know, uh -huh. rather than getting better. They're trying to, they're fighting, they're fighting a demon <laughs> in their head. You know? Right. It's something more like that because, yeah, it's true. The body, you know, it's true. Your mental game is a big is a big thing. And being able to push through it, like that's that's like Navy SEALs, right? They're always looking yeah. to push past right, Exactly. Body. But for, for sport, um, you've got to be a little bit more, um, you know, strategic with it, I would say. You know, you know there's a, a good strategy to implement with recovery if you, if you are looking to be better, to perform better. But if you just want to abuse yourself and um, – you know, if you're training for the Navy SEALs, then uh, it might be a different story, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think uh, I think that's the key word there. You say you make it strategic. Is that I mean, in other words, you plan for this. This is not just an afterthought. So yes, you do your right. you do you do your training. Okay, now your training's done. Now here comes your planned stretch of recovery here, and whatever it entails here, whether it's red light, you know, vitamins, um, whatever. Is that bottom line is, is that this is at the front of your mind, right? Yes. Yeah. You're paying attention to it. It's it's a key part. Yeah, that's very true. Don't be don't don't go into don't go don't be sore. If you are sore, that's your body telling you to take it easy. You know? <laughs> if you're going in and training something in that area that you're training yeah. is sore, your body's saying, Give me another day. Let's let's see how we do tomorrow. If it's still sore, wait another day. That's kind yeah, of see, like the body's signal telling me. Yeah, see, that, that, that's kind of a slap in the face right there of everything that you hear. is like soreness is pain, weakness leaving the, the body. body. Yeah, yeah, right. You know. And, yeah, yeah. you know, you know the, the, uh, there's a part of your brain that really wants to go along with that. You, you, know, you want to go in. The, everyone wants to be hard. Everyone wants to be a badass, you know. And so, you know, there's a reason yeah. why maxims like that really appeal to you. <laughs> but and but like you said in the long run then it's really just it's a sh shooting yourself in the foot yeah like fighters right they do um that they, they, they do this these periods of training leading up to a fight and a lot of it will be like foundational training they'll be building strength they'll be focusing on technique like for example a heavyweight like a i'm very close with um jung jalei and, and tyson fury but both of their teams and i've watched how um they've when they get ready for a fight if there's a they want to go in at a certain weight they have to adapt their skill set to that weight right you can't just jump you can't you know go up heavier and then go into the fight you're going to be slower everybody knows this so you have to your skill has to match the weight so fighters are very good at this at sort of at uh, taking these different phases and then usually as you get closer to a fight you start sparring and sparring is where you're like okay i'm coming in a bit heavier Am I still, do I still have that, you know, the, that, that, those reflexes? Do I still have the speed that I had when I was lighter? But now, you know, I, and you're trying to implement all that you've learned in sparring. But you have to be careful because sparring also has a very high injury risk. So you have to be careful of who you're sparring with. And usually, like, as you get up to a fight, you're just sparring, light sparring, and then you'll, you'll stop and you'll be completely fresh before the fight. And um, that's kind of the general way in, in how fighters do it. They optimize themselves and rest is so, so important, not only because they need to be better, but also injuries are really, really, uh, 
they're very prominent as you're getting close to a fight because of sparring and you see guys having to pull out because of an injury. So they're, for them, like for, for, for the fight community, red and infrared light therapy is, is taking off because it's, it's something, it's just a sport riddled with injuries and all the injuries they happen in training. Like, of course there are some injuries that occur in those random fights. Some, you know, you know, your eye may get cut or something may happen, but most injuries happen in training <laughs> leading up to the fight. It's so funny. That's ironic. I didn't realize that. Yeah. You know? So, so most, so most of the time with fighters, when they have to pull out of a, a fight, it's because it's something that happened when they were training leading up for the fight. Yeah. 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 Ah. Especially in MMA with kicking. Yeah. You know, there's, there's so many, um, so many issues that can go wrong with kicking. You've got the ankle, right? Your knee, all of this, right? It, that's, that's a, so, so many accidents that can happen in, in the gym. Some little tweak off, you know, he hurts his toe and he's like, okay, I'm at a clear disadvantage here, but I am able to pull out and book another fight because, you know, it is important to win. So that's usually where, you know, that they may request another fight, but it's all, it's all down to the politics as well. The payments and everything. A lot of guys need the money fight fighting doesn't necessarily pay a lot. So a lot of the guys need to muscle through it. There's a lot of, of stories out there of pro fighters in every kind of combat sport that have actually been fighting injured. It's insane. It's really, um, and they, cause they need the money. They're like, I can't cancel this fight. I can't wait. You know, I need to go. Right. I'm, I'm kind of thinking now, like, like I said, I've been in, in and out of all kinds of gyms in my life. And I don't remember ever seeing anything even promoting the idea of light therapy. I mean, I see things like, I, I think it's pretty out there, like IV intravenous, you know, vitamins yeah. being pumped into your, like, I'm like, I, I think of that. I'm like, uh, I don't want, I don't want to get poked. You know, I don't, I don't like getting poked very much. I don't want to sit there and get, I mean, it might work faster. I'm sure it does if it goes directly yeah. into your bloodstream. But yeah, yeah. I, the idea of that to me is just kind of obscene. I don't want to. I don't want to go through that. I'd rather just drink the shake or something like yeah, that. I but you know, but something like but something like this is like like you said, it's it's non invasive, and right. and so the idea of you know something like IV use doesn't come in. So why don't we see it more? Yeah, it, um, like Philadelphia, New York, um, Miami, these sort of cities, most of the big commercial gyms, the large venues, most of them have red light therapy saunas. Um, but uh, that none of them have a portable. They'll have the Theragun, you know, that little gun that yeah. you shoot. Oh, yeah. A lot of them have mm -hmm. that. Um, none of them have a portable. Usually it's just a, a sauna, most of the, the high-end sort of, sort of gyms. Um, the the U the UFCPI the Performance Institute they've all got um, they've got everything they've got saunas they've got beds everything um, let me think where oh and there's there's always these these sports these rehab clinics where you can go and get uh, like a you know you know your a sauna your red light therapy sauna treatment or your bed treatment but no I've never seen anything where you can just take it use it and put it back like it's always been you have to buy a sauna in New York at uh, like a studio, like a beauty sort of studio to do a red light therapy sauna. It's a hundred dollars. It's a hundred bucks for, um, I think it's 45 minutes. It's a hundred dollars. <laughs> it's, it's a bit wow. expensive. <laughs> That's right. 45 so, in other words, so, so in other words, it's very cost prohibitive to most people. Yes. Yes. Very much. And your yeah. product and your product by comparison, I saw some of the prices on the website by comparison. It's not, it's not very, right? Yeah, it's like three, four treatments depending on where you are, you know. You, and it's the 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 thing is that it's the you know being able to have something that really will last you a lifetime. Mm. If I am I am creating a cheaper line because I'm going to go into retail. I really want a mainstream red light therapy, so that will be that will be a little bit cheaper. But it won't have um like you won't be able to take it into water and it won't detach. It'll be stuck. Um, so I'm creating a cheaper option for the retail side. Um, but yeah, it's like three, four treatments and you're good. You've got your red light. You know, you don't need to go to a, a, a studio anymore and you don't have to get into your car, drive, park the car, get out, pay your fee. You know, there's, you get a lot of time save as well. So I know you said um, earlier, I can't remember if you're broadcasting or not, that you were, no, I think we were, that you are currently on the road with your product here and that you're kind of on a kind of a sabbatical right now in Thailand, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, 
yeah, I, I, I guess I'm between another big U.S. trip, but also Europe. Um, I'm going to go to as well. We're um, yeah, Dubai. We'll look at next year, 2024. I'll probably be taking trips into Dubai, but I'm I'm more focused on the U.S. Uh, at the moment and launching the product there and building partnerships and everything with you know with gyms, with rehab centers, sports you know right. sports medicine yeah. institutions, and everything. How's the response been? I'm kind of curious because, you know, gyms especially, they get hit up by all kinds of people with all kinds of ideas. You know, some are great. Some are not so great. I mean, what's the response been? Um, I actually haven't I haven't finalized sort of our launch to the to the gym, the sort of the B2B opportunities with gyms. But what I'm what what I what I want to do is just launch sort of a, you know, a display where everything is just bought online. They, there's no stock needed to be purchased by the gym. The gym gets everything is just, you know, scanned by through a QR code and the gym earns off, you know, off, um, off the amount of units that they sell. It's kind of like, um, like an affiliate program. You know, when you have mm -hmm. influencers that endorse a product, say use our code, I want to do something similar to this. But yeah, it's something that I, I'm, um, I'm working out with uh, the sales department, seeing what, uh, what options we have. But I think that would be sort of the most, the more lean way to do it. Don't, don't, you know, ha don't, don't push gyms to buy a lot of stock, you know, just have everything. And then obviously if, if it's, there's getting traction, if sales are, are building, then we can say, all right, let's do a, you know, a discount on a large order and we'll, you know, we'll build a nice custom shelf for you. You know, we'll throw a bunch of marketing in there as well. So the response has been fairly positive so far, or is it, or at yeah. least hasn't been an outright rejection? No, go away. <laughs> yeah, it, the, um, the, that idea that I had, it, you know, just with some of the gym partners that I know, they really like it. Equinox is really, Equinox, I think they've got what, 200, 250 some locations. So they're, they're getting on board with that. Um, they actually might go straight to just purchasing units, which is exciting because that, that'd be a great gym partner to have on. But um, a lot of great responses to this idea, something that's very easy to, you know, test, try out. And in particular with, with rehab centers, with clinics, you know, mm -hmm. that actually work with gyms, you know, that, you know, there are a lot of them, they are maybe even side by side um, or, or they have some sort of relationship with clients that come over. If they have a sore knee, you know, they do massage therapy, they, you know, they, they mm -hmm. do all, all of those treatments, you know, that they are actually looking for red light therapy because in, in the rehab world, in the physio world, that red light therapy is almost a must. You have to have red light therapy in your, your facility. Um, or it's something that's, it's requested a lot. Like it's, it's, it's become that prominent in that area. Um, less so much in gyms, um, you know, fight centers and that, but in the, on the medical side, it's almost a must, uh, you know, to have this tick off, you know, the services that you provide in your, in your facility. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I think, uh, because uh, a lot of gyms right now, I mean, we're kind of moving away from like the traditional gym where everyone just goes in there and lift weights. Every everyone wants to kind of now is now moving towards kind of like the a holistic health facility sort of idea of what like a gym is because the the population of who wants a gym membership and who they want to appeal to is changing pretty dramatically. So yes, I there's more and more growing partnerships between like the physical world, which is what the gym is, and the medical world. And, yes. you know, I've even profited myself from that sort of thing. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's probably, probably going to be probably your biggest bet there is the, where the rehab world is. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't yes. even know, I didn't even know that red light therapy was big in the, in the physiotherapy world. So learning all kinds of new things here from you, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. I'm glad. Yeah, I hope um, red light therapy is something that, you know, if anybody, if everybody's listening, just go research it, go onto YouTube, go on, you know, go to Wikipedia, go to Google, go to just, just research it. You'll, and you'll be amazed at um, the case studies that have come back. So red, red and infrared light therapy, all the clinical studies that are FDA approved are in red and infrared, but what you, but there are thousands, thousands and thousands of studies, clinical studies that show amazing use cases for a range of different connection of uh, human conditions like eyes um you know issues with your mouth like mouth hygiene but it's, it's all in the other spectrums of light but where we only see the red the fda approval now as of now is in red and near infrared light so usually when you see a product that is out that has a stamp approval by fda it will have the red and near infrared light but um it will offer other lights as well uh which also are beneficial but they just don't have the stamp of um, the FDA stamp. 
Um, this we see with those beauty masks. Have you seen those those masks like on TikTok? Yeah, yeah. The girls oh, are wearing yeah. beauty masks. It's yeah. kind of becoming like something a little bit viral, right? And a lot of the the masks they have not just red and near infrared. They've got other light that um, is offered in, in that device. But um, the red, the the FDA the, to be able to launch a product with the FDA approval, you have to have red and near infrared. So, uh, because it's uh, FDA approved, would this be something that could be covered by Medicare and things like that? It's amazing. Yeah, I, I, that's something I'm really pushing. I'm glad you said that because yes, that's something I'm I'm pushing to be able to you know have your insurance pay for it. That is that is the goal. That's that will be that's something a lot of us are in, in the in the company are are, um, are pushing for really hard. Yeah, that's no, a, that I, a game changer. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I feel like it is so because I just yesterday I got asked if my if my programs would work alongside Medicare. I was like, well, no, unfortunately, I'm not Medicare approved. But that kind of like made me thinking. It's like when I thought about this before too. Is like I know physical physical therapy a lot of times is um, covered by insurance and stuff like that there, and I think especially like with personal training and some things like that, it would be such a game changer and it would yes. really just bust things open if yeah. we could get, you know, covered by insurance um, and covered by things like Medicare and things like that. Cause we would actually have like the um, kind of like the stamp of approval. Like this is actually, this would really help to kind of like really legitimize things like personal training and would kind of bring it out from the backwoods, which is where That's I true. think it is right now and kind of bring it front and center as uh, actually, this is part of a system of, you know, re rehabilitation, um, medical care, if you want to call it that. And yeah, injury, I, 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 injury prevention, and things like that. I really think musculoskeletal rehabilitation. I really think that um, that's probably the next big horizon or the next big frontier for personal training mm -hmm. is to really just like get into the same league as like physiotherapy. That's right, and and things like that, man. I think I think that's probably like you said, it's the next big thing to conquer. That's right. Yeah, I, I will get this. I promise you. I will get this. You'll get this. All right. It'll, it'll get be difficult, this. but I know I can get it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, man, you, I don't know. Got you gotten this far, so you. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it takes to really challenge Washington. So, but yeah. uh, it sounds like so, you're building the arsenal. So I would, I would tell you, yeah, go right for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got it. I mean, that's obviously if you're looking to create a product that does truly cure, you know pain for mm -hmm. you know, from people if you're really trying to do good like this i think that's you know part of the it's, a, it's part of the vision it's part of the mission of the company is to really make it accessible um and really create no excuses for it with something you know as a company we're very very passionate the whole team is very um you know it, it's sort of like we're we're, we're so amazed by how this natural non-invasive means of treatment you know, and all the ma amazing things that can can do, and we sort of feel like we we've got these like some special gold. We've got a you know a special surprise, and we that's how we sort of see it. Whenever we're you know we're pitching out, we're we're looking to launch, or we're looking to go to an event or something. We sort of that's sort of the the passion of the company is we really feel like we've got something special that will really cure the world. So that's um yeah, this things in the it's it's all about making it mainstream. It's all about making it you know I. Yeah, I, I get into such long discussions of someone's like, oh, you know, I don't trust that stuff. And, I, you know, I'm like, okay, let's have a talk. I need to talk to you about this. It's like a very, um, it's something that you start to hear less and less because the, you know, the information is coming out. Um, but yeah, I, I've had discussions of people that are like, I have no idea. I do not trust this. It's wrong. It's, you know, but um, yeah, it's, it takes time. So, I mean, I think I think uh, people, I think they understand pain to some to a large extent. We all extend physical pain, especially if you're an athlete. You know, you you get hurt, you know what that feels like. But that, a lot of times, that's acute. You know, it's it hurts for a while, you get better, and then you go on. But sometimes, not really. Like you said with your knee earlier, your yeah. knee was a your knee was a chronic issue, and chronic pain translates into other things like emotional pain mental pain and so it just kind of bleeds into other parts of everything yes. and it really causes a systemic deterioration not just of your body 
because one pain can start one place and then travel to another and then just keeps going. But it really affects you mentally and emotionally and psychologically. So, so I think that, Oh, I mean, would, would you agree with that? I mean, I think that pain relief probably is probably the biggest thing with people. That's right. I, I mean, that's where, you know, whenever I'm talking about red and near infrared light therapy, and I'm talking about all the benefits, you know, it can boost testosterone, it can, it can help hair, your hair grow back and all of this. Usually it's all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when we talk seriously about pain, that's where people get interested. That's where they're willing to spend money because that's a pain. That is a pain in their life. That's mm-hmm. something, you know, and pain is something that is like, um, you know, if you have it for a long time and you get used to it. It's exactly like you said, it does translate to, you know, some very negative outcomes in other areas of your life because you're dealing with something, you know, and your subconscious mind is, you know, you, you tell yourself like, oh, this is just my life, you know, like, oh, I got that bad back. It's, ah, oh, that's how it is. You know, I've had it for years. You know, that's kind of, it's kind of, you know, these things that my dad would say and my mom, you know, and it was like, no, you don't have to have that. That doesn't, doesn't have to be the case that we can get rid of that. And that there is a way to get rid of it. And it's something that like, um, it is it, surprisingly, it's, it's what we've all been born to be able to have. Like if we were creatures of light born under the light back in primal times, this was what God gave us to be able to heal, to regenerate. Um, so we're not doing anything magical or amazing here. This is something that every human being deserves to be able to have this sort of cellular energy to be able to combat, you know, chronic pain that has um, debilitated you either mentally and physically for so many years. So big picture item here. So, you know, you've already talked a little bit about what you got planned for New Year's going into 2024 here. Um, You want to, you got the idea of eliminating pain. So that's big, big dream there. Yeah, that's it's a big dream there. Yeah, that's 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 everything. That that's the uh, part of the uh, I guess part of the ethos of the entire company here. That's um, right. So, ideally, talking long, long term here, like ten, twenty years, where do you where do you want where do you want one your company to be? Where do you want to be? And where do you want the world to be? Um. Yeah. Twenty twenty years is a bit long. <laughs> oh, okay. T- let's, let's let's bring it down to ten years. Then. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely, I would like you know, to be able to say that we made red light therapy mainstream the same way, like, you know, the iPhone made, you know, that it it created like a phone in everybody's hand. I'd I'd like to have that. That's something that, you know, sort of helps me sleep at night, gets me up in the morning, excited and pumped is to be able to make truly mainstream red light therapy, truly mainstream, something that is, um, you know, it, it, it is directly competing against, um, pharmaceuticals, and uh, to be able to give people an option that they can have something so simple that's it's so so powerful that it has such amazing benefit. I think the long term future is to be able to have this sort of impact, um, you know, to the entire world. But um, you know, will other products be launching? I think probably there will be a lot of products coming out. I think there'll be a large range of different products, um, and we're sort of shooting for something a little, you know, very high on the durability side, very portable. Um, and just, just makes things so much more easier, right? It's, I mean, that's how the whole world is going too, right? You've got, you know, cars that open the doors for them, you know, you, you open the door and the car opens the door, it's, you know, cars that drive, drive themselves. So, I mean, we, yeah. we, we want products that are, um, you know, very, very durable that will last a long time and that, um, are all of the highest level quality and, um, of what you can, can get as far as treatment for, for red, for light. And maybe not just red light, but all light, right? Um, but yeah, that's, I guess I got to stay grounded. I can't be thinking too far, but yeah, definitely in, you know, a couple of years time, it would be really nice to be, to say, to, you know, it would be a, a very uh, big goal of mine to be able to say that, yeah, that was, that was the imprint that I left on the world was we took red light mainstream. <laughs> yeah, <that'd> be- <laughs> well, I, 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 I mean, I know I threw a huge question at you and it was deliberately so too, because when you ask people and I, I hate the question itself because it sounds like a job interview, but you know, when you ask a question like that, so, you know, 10 years from now, where do you want things to be? And, you know, you could tell just how well somebody how how they respond to that it turn, shows you just how well they've actually considered it. And like like you just mentioned, like something mm. like the iPhone, electric cars, 
all these things are made by guys who thought of things to ironically complicated machinery to simplify life just you sim know yes to, to, to simplify complicated you know the state-of-the-art stuff to simplify yes um life and they all borrowed from um previous generations of thought you know the, like the you know, elon musk took his electric car idea obviously from other people i mean he called it tesla that tells you exactly where it comes from that's know? right um yes. The rub being that mostly it was Edison's idea, but anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, and yeah, and you're right. Um, I think that pharmaceutical industries are going to fight if they haven't fought you already. I'm pretty surprised. And if you do manage to kind of use this as a kind of a main source of pain relief, well, you're going to be putting a lot of money out the window for a that's <laughs> right, that's right. Wow. It's exciting but, to think uh, about, though, right? It, it is. It is exciting to think about, man. But uh, you know, I think you're well. On, I think you're well on your way, and I I like a lot of what I hear. And so, anything that makes the world better, do it. You know. That's it. <laughs> so as we uh, we're going to start bringing things down now. Here we have a closing tradition on the podcast where I like to ask the guests, hmm. give the, the people listening some parting words. To kind of simplify again, simplifying things here. So, just one thing that you'd like people to remember if they could remember nothing else. Yeah, pain is not something you ever have to deal with in your life. It's something that can easily be cured. And um, if you want to be active in your later years, where you feel like you know you're going to have to combat pain, chronic pain, it doesn't have to be that way either. You'd be surprised at how powerful and how the the strength, the feedback from red and infrared light can be to cure these sorts of ailments, these itching pains and, you know, that, um, that you, I guess, in your mind may have thought I just have to deal with. Uh, so yeah, I would encourage everybody to not only try it out, but research, definitely research it. Everything's all, I mean, there's so much data right now about the history of red light and all, you know, more, a deeper dive into the, into the science on, on the website, lumaflex.com, we even list clinical studies that are all sourced from, you know, different large medical institutions you can read about benefits and and how um if range like it's on it's amazing all the different use cases all the different human conditions that red and infrared light therapy therapy helps right so yeah give it a look give it a try research um and get illuminated <laughs> john graham thanks for coming on man thank you thank you so much it's very very um yeah it's great to be able to share and um, yeah, I greatly appreciate it. Not a problem. It's great to have you on. And all those who are listening, you know what to expect. The contact information, the website, social media, will all be in the show notes. You'll find that later. Of course, you can find stuff from me as well. And um, till next time, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for everyone who will tune in. This is the Fitness Reborn Podcast. Peace out, everybody. See ya. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget, you can become a supporter of the show by becoming a monthly subscriber. No commitments, cancel anytime. Every little bit helps, and I'd sure love your support. Also, you can click any of the links to our social media platforms provided in the show notes, and you can email me at renfitnesswarriors at gmail.com. That's ren, R-E-N, fitnesswarriors at gmail.com. If you got a fitness story to tell, I'd love to hear it. And you never know, you might just find yourself on the show. Until next time, train hard. Peace.